Tell me your story. Tell me your story. How did it all start? Do you remember? Oh, I know what happened. How did it stop? You're now tuned into the Small Business Origins Podcast. I love an origin story. Each week, we dive into the real stories of entrepreneurs and businesses from across the nation. Who is he and what's his origin story? Who started with just an idea and are now making waves. I told you this was a good idea. This is Small Business Origins. Business Origins. I'm your host, as always, John Kelly, aka John the Marketer on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, anywhere that you can find me, John the Marketer. Actually, you know what? Twitter is John the Podcaster. I think I messed up on that on an episode prior as well. Uh, you know, I had to change it up a little bit and find something different because John the Marketer was already taken. So, you know, I've got beef with somebody out there for sure. But you're tuned in, man. It's our nationwide search for entrepreneurs that have a story to tell. And while this search has taken us truly worldwide at this point, we're actually coming right back to the heart of where we started, Tomball, Texas, and joining me in the studio for the first time in a long time, I've got Stephanie Ferreira with Half-Baked Goodness. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. I'm so happy to be here. I am excited for you to be here, not just because you showed up with cookies. I mean, that is definitely (laughs) a plus, but I'm excited because this is a company I've been a fan of for a long time. Uh, this is something that I enjoy because you do have a healthier side of cookies where mm-hmm. I can eat and feel a little bit less guilty about the calories I'm consuming. And it just kind of helps me to, to, you know, that appetite that I'm craving for something sweet. I can just curb that a little bit, mm-hmm. get that nice little flavor and still be kind of low calorie. But of course, low calorie is probably not what you specialize in. <laughs> what you specialize in is stuff like this. If you're not watching on YouTube, you're missing out because when I say that she did not show up empty handed, I 100% mean it right here. We have, well, and we're big, so we already ate some of these before (laughs) we even started the show, but we have these cookies she brought in and they are absolutely amazing. They're one of a kind, you know, these are big cookies. Mm -hmm. Um, Half baked is the name for a reason, obviously. And they're just amazing. If you haven't tried it, you have to. And if you're worried that you're far away from Tomball, you don't have to worry about that anymore because y'all are franchising and popping up in different locations. We'll get into all of that. As you can tell, I'm excited for this show, but we have to start out with our icebreaker question. We always start out with one. And today's icebreaker question, because I had a cookie company coming on, is if you could only eat one cookie for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Oatmeal chocolate chip. That was fast. Yeah. That was a very quick answer. <laughs> Oatmeal chocolate. That is, you are like, Secure in your answer. There. I am hundred percent. I I probably eat that cookie quite a bit, almost every day. Yeah, it's my favorite, and I think it's healthy. You know, oatmeal you can have it for breakfast, so it's breakfast food. So why oatmeal chocolate chip versus oatmeal? What is it normally? Raisin. Oatmeal raisin, yeah. right? So I do not like raisins. Oh, okay. So when I actually when I make the when I made the dough and stuff, I couldn't taste it. Like I I wouldn't eat it. I'm like I give it to people here. Will you try this for me? <laughs> Tell me if it's any good. <laughs> and I'll, I love to eat the dough. And so one time I thought I was grabbing oatmeal chocolate chip dough and it was actually oatmeal raisin dough. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. It looks similar. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. So I love oatmeal raisin. It is really good to me, but I don't know. You've introduced me to so many obscure flavors that you don't find in the grocery store. Yeah. So I I can't give that normal answer of like, oh, it's chocolate chip or it's, you know, uh, peanut butter or something like that. Although I will say your peanut butter keto cookie is definitely one of my favorites. And it's because yeah. I, I feel like I'm eating peanut butter out of a jar whenever I'm eating it. It's so 
just filled with that peanut butter flavor. But I think there was one, it was based on Father's Day was the flavor of the week that I tried it on. It was like dad's something or I don't know. It, it was a Father's Day flavor and it had a bunch of different things mixed in. Probably, um, peanut, probably had oatmeal, peanut butter, chocolate chips, uh, M&M's something else. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of most of your flavors, but I'll tell you if I had to just only choose one ever, maybe the creme brulee. That's a big, that's a big one. I'm a big creme brulee fan. Yeah. That one's really good too. I also like tiramisu. Have you ever made one similar to that no, yet? I should. All right. Flavor request right here. Okay. I'm going to need the John, the marketer special. All right. Tiramisu. That's one of my favorite things yeah. to get. If I go to an Italian restaurant, and they don't have it, it's like automatically two stars on Yelp, you know? Yeah. Not really, but yeah, I love tiramisu. It's a- I'll have to do that. Someone, a customer emailed me and they asked me if I would do a Dole Whip one. So I did, and it's been really popular. Yes, Dole Whip was one of the first flavors I tried, and I think that that's probably my wife's favorite, but she was flipping out, because that's a Disney World thing, uh-huh. right? Yep. Yep, and so she was like, oh my God, this company has Dole Whip cookies, and I'm hearing about it online. We have to go get it. So it was really good. Yeah. Lemon too. Oh my gosh. Lemon. Anything with lemon is always good to me. That one's really good. I've eaten lemon since I was a kid. So I'd be like, you know, five, six years old, just peeling a lemon and eating the whole thing. So. Oh, I couldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do that one. I absolutely love it. Well, I could talk about cookies all day. Me too. uh, Probably why I'm a bigger guy. But, you know, let's hop into who you are, you know, who is Stephanie and then how did you kind of get into entrepreneurship? How was this company born? But what is your origin story? So, um, I have four kids there. I have two older boys that are 28, 27, and then two younger girls, 16 and 13. I have a big gap girl, same dad, but, um, God thought he would have some fun with me (laughs) 10 years later. Here we go. Um, so my background actually is exercise physiology. And I worked in kinesiology and taught college and things like that. And then I went to go visit my kids at college and they would order cookies like every single night, cookies delivered to their door. And I came home and I was like, man, I really want some cookies. And I've always made cookies. Every Sunday I would make cookies. People would come over and have cookies. So I was like, well, there isn't, there isn't anyone that does that. So I told my husband, I'm, I'm going to create a cookie company. And I think he thought I was just kidding. And I did. I created the name and everything and worked on the recipes. And I sent it out on our neighborhood Facebook page. Hey, I'm starting this cookie company. Will you try these cookies for me? Tell me what you think. And it just exploded. So. Yeah. But you you still work full time. So you're I not do. all the way full time in this personally. Right. I'm, I'm assuming you have some great people working around you that are able to mm-hmm. you know, manage the company for you. But what is your full time job? What are you doing? So I actually do a couple of things. I work for a company called the Texas Association of School Boards. So I go and I visit cities, counties, school districts and help them with purchasing needs and things like that. And then I still I teach at the college still. So I teach over at Lone Star College. Gotcha. Exercise science. It's an amazing Thing when you find something so successful that you can leave your full-time job, but it's crazy when you're able to balance both of those together. And I think that has to take some amazing management skills because it's not easy. I mean, as someone who's doing that myself, I work full-time for the fire department. And then on the side, I'm working for my buddy's marketing agency and him and I own an event services company together. So I'm with you on the full pack schedule. 
But to be able to have something this successful, you know, we're doing great with our event services, but it's not blown up so much that I have to dedicate 100% of my time to it. We're definitely not opening up other locations. I mean, the level of success that you have created in such a small period of time in my mind has been amazing. How long have you been at this? So I started out of my house um, in 2019 and it just, it just grew. And so then, um, and we only did it, we started doing it like just a couple of days a week. We would deliver, we'd only would deliver um, a few nights a week. And then it ended up being every night. And then um, I was like, okay, we need to find a location because I had outgrown. I had maximized everything I could use. I had two ovens, my double ovens, and I had two ovens in my kitchen. I had a big mixer and I just had outgrown it. So I found a little place in Cyprus, just thinking that we would use it as delivery hub. But then I was shocked at all the people that came to the store and it's not in a very known location. Like it's in the back of a building. So, um, yeah, and that just grew. And then I, I, someone, people were like, Hey, can you come to Tomball? So we opened up in Tomball and then now we have Magnolia. It's going to be opening Katie. We have one in Arkansas that's open. That's really doing really well. And then Chicago. Wow. All the way to Chicago. Yeah. That's insanity. How many corporate stores do you have? I have two. Just two. And that's yeah. the Cypress location in Tomball. Mm-hmm. So everything else that we see is a franchise location. Mm-hmm. And how did somebody from Chicago or Arkansas hear about Half-Baked and say, I need one of these here? Yeah, they're my customers. We ship all over the country. Um, and they were customers that really liked the cookies. And they're like, hey, we want... And so I, I started a franchise for them because they wanted to open one in Arkansas. And I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. So I'll have to, I'm just going to have to franchise it, I guess. So that's what I did. And then I just had people keep contacting me wanting to open up half days. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I was going to say what's, what's crazy to me is it was just I made cookies and then all of a sudden had to make a company out of it because they were so popular with, you know, people around my circle of influence and then outgrew my house and had to move into a business, an actual brick and mortar business for it. Thought nobody would show up to the store, had it in a hidden location and people flocked to it. And then that wasn't even good enough. Open multiple locations, but now people from across the country want to open a location in their own place. Customers who are so passionate about it that they're willing to open up shop and start working for the company that they loved. That is probably the ultimate success story in my mind as far as, you know, any American dream we can talk about. I mean, I wish I had people coming to me saying, I love your DJ services. Let (laughs) let me open up this, you know, storefront for that over here in a whole nother city or state. That is congratulations to you. That is awesome. It's very humbling. And I just feel, I feel very blessed and lucky. Like I, it just, it honestly, it blows my mind that it's just crazy to me, but. I'm so, so thankful. where did the name come from? I mean, is it truly <laughs> because you're like, you know, I know, obviously they're cooked, they're safe, yeah. but is it because you're just baking them less or was it just something that you kind of thought of? Yeah. So I was trying to think of a good name and I like gooey cookies. Um, I don't like them. I like gooey cookies. Sure. So I wanted gooey, gooey cookies, especially when they're hot and warm. And so I was going to do like baked and then I was trying to play on, you know 
the term baked and half baked. <laughs> yes. So that was what kind of came to mind for me first was like the movie, right? Right. You know? Exactly. And what goes better with if that's your thing, you know, you're out there smoking some weed, all of a sudden you want to have a cookie. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So I, so I like that. Yeah. I was thinking of all the fun marketing things that I could do with the name and because I wanted good cookies. So baked was already done. So I was like, well, they're not even, I don't, they're not really, I mean, they're baked, but I don't want them to think of them as, you know, baked. So I was like half baked and it was open and I could do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's a great marketing angle. Yeah. Definitely something you can do a lot with. And I mean, speaking of, you know, cookies aren't the only thing that you sell in your shop. Walking in there, if you haven't gone, it's somewhere that you need to go just because it's fun, like you said, to see the racks of cookies, actually get to see the cookie before you order it. And then y'all have merchandise there that you can buy. Mm -hmm. So shirts. And then, of course, what goes better with a cookie than a nice cup of milk? Mm -hmm. I know that probably makes some people want to throw up. But for me, I love milk, yeah. dunking it in there. Uh, so you have a lot more in your store than just cookies. Mm -hmm. And we have a what I call a bazooki. I can, you can't say bazooki because uh, BJ's has that trademarked. But it's just uh, it's in a tin. Um, and it's just whatever cookie flavor you want. And we put we put it in the oven. It's kind of gooey. Um, and so it's super hot. And then we put a scoop of ice cream on it. And it's so good. Yeah. Now we're we're recording this right after Easter. And while I was in there, are you doing some type of cookie cakes as well? Or mm -hmm. was it the bazooki that was just decorated? No, the bazookis um different. But yeah, we do a lot of cakes. Uh, we have a I have an amazing cake person that's so grateful for her bar. She's fantastic. So she comes up with all of our ideas, most of them. And yeah, she's super good. And I'll say your point system is worth it too, because as someone who frequents your location quite a bit, uh, my wife racks up those points quickly and we usually wind up with some type of 10, 15% off or $5 off an order. So nice. That's it great. seems like y'all are doing it right for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, huge fan of cookies myself, but the variety of things that you come up with to try different ways to have these cookies. And then the fact that you do have that keto offering that is gluten-free, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've heard that in your shop, gluten-free and keto are kind of, you can just use those yeah. as the same. It's, it's the same cookie the same that you're cookie. getting. So how do you come up with these new flavors of the week and all of that stuff? Um, in my head, uh, I just, lots of time customers will come to me and say, Hey, like you did. How about like the Dole Whip cookie? Or um, Texas sheet cake. That's another that's super popular. And someone came to me and was like, hey, you should come up with like a, a chocolate cake cookie. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want just a chocolate cake cookie. I want something different. So I came up with the Texas sheet cake cookie. Um, yeah, I just think about maybe what I would like. And then I play around. I throw away a lot of bad cookies. Oh, man, that's a tragedy. <laughs> I know. I'm working on one for, um, I want to do like an ice cream sundae cookie. And so I've been working on it this past week. And um, I had it out there and I was having people taste it. And I, it didn't taste right to me. So I've thrown away quite a few uh, ice cream sundae cookies. So it takes a little bit for me to get it. So I want it. But. Yeah. I mean, you got to experiment and you don't want to put something out that's bad. Yeah. You know, so I, I get it. How much do your kids cost you uh, in, as far as business goes? How much product are they now just up there hounding you for? <laughs> or do you have to like have your own separate ingredients for the house still? Right. I do have my own ingredients at the house. Um, and lots of times because the Cypress shop is actually really close to the 
to the house. And so um, like um, like for Easter, um, someone wanted a, some cookies. So they just ran it to the shop and grabbed some dough and kicked it at the house. But Heck yeah. Yeah. Speaking of dough, going back to that comment, I'm the same with you as far as eating cookie dough. Uh, I don't care if it's proven that I'm going to get salmonella and die and be poisoned. <laughs> I will 100% still just cut off that raw dough and eat it all the time. Yeah. That was uh, something like one of my dad and, and my pastimes just, you know, like, hey, we're going to make some cookies. So take the little frozen tube out of the freezer and then you can just cut half of it and assume that we're going to eat that half raw. And then the other half, you'll get however many cookies you get out of it. Like <laughs> it is what it is. I love cookie dough. I love cookie dough. And I'll sell cookie dough. People come and they just want some dough too. And they eat it right there. Yeah. So is it any flavor where I can just, you know, say like, hey, give me the, um, you know, the creme brulee base. Obviously, I know your topping is different, but like, can I choose different flavors and say chocolate chip or this? Oh, my gosh. This, yeah. is, this is unlocking a whole new thing that I didn't even know <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. It's so good. I love the dough. I know people ask, do you eat a lot of cookies? I'm like, actually, I eat a lot of dough. Right. Yeah. Which is probably just even worse somehow. But yeah, I am a fan of anywhere on the cookie spectrum from gooey like these where they're nice, big, gooey. Uh, I also don't mind them if they're overcooked a little bit and hard and kind of like, Crunchy. you know, crunch apart mm -hmm. for some reason. I mean, I know why because I'm fat, but <laughs> I like them no matter how they come out. To me, they're perfect. Yeah. But there is something about the way that the half-baked, you know, gooey in the middle kind of comes out versus some of those thinner cookies that you get from your competitors that, you know, I'm not talking bad about them because I've definitely ordered from them, but I don't need more because I just prefer how big these are and the fact I can slice them up like pie mm -hmm. and then my whole family shares them. Mm -hmm. We have a family of five and I'll just buy a four pack, take that home, cut all four cookies into fourths. And then it's like, well, cool. Just grab one of each that you want. And you don't even have to eat a whole cookie because it's so filling and so big. It's amazing. Oh, thanks. thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and just like <laughs> praise your company this whole awesome. podcast episode, I guess. <laughs> Can but I come every day? <laughs> I know, right? Just get those positive affirmations <laughs> yeah. every single time. So you can order online, I know, and have them delivered. Um, the one I'm familiar with is DoorDash. But this is an amazing concept to me that you're able to ship nationwide. So what does that look like for our listeners who are, you know, in another state, New York or wherever else. And like, Hey, I want to try these cookies out. How mm -hmm. does that ordering process look? So you just go to the website, halfbakedgoodness.com and click ship it. And then you just put in your information, you know, your address and things. Um, you can do it as a gift. And you, we, another thing that we do is we write messages on the boxes. We handwrite them. So when we'd ship a lot for like birthdays and things like that, we write a message on the, on the lid of the box. Um, yeah, we, we ship them. Usually takes a couple days. They stay fresh for five, six days. Um, and you can freeze them. So if you don't eat them all. Then hmm. Yeah. So there's a, a, one of our customers in New York, we ship to him a lot. And so he is talking now about opening up a place in New Jersey. So, I mean, I feel like it could do well because you're right. There are competitors out there, but there's not a lot of locations. You know, if you go to, in any big city at all, I mean, even small cities, you're going to find McDonald's, you're going to find Raising Cane's, you're going to find, you know, these national chains that you see, but you don't always find a cookie company that you can go to. You know, I know that there's some big chain restaurants that do cookies and cookie cakes and ice cream and that kind of stuff that exists in a lot of cities. But mm -hmm. to me, it's probably a market that in small towns, especially 
is lacking. And you would think that the cookie market in small towns is probably higher because of people like you that are like, hey, I'm a mom. It's Sunday. Time for me to bake some cookies or have some things for my kids to be able to enjoy. You know, that's mm-hmm. how I grew up, too. That My great-grandmother was always making homemade cookies, homemade bread. Like, Sundays were the days after church that you were going to get all the good stuff that you wanted mm-hmm. while you were out there playing. So you would think these markets would need more of these stores. So hopefully we'll see more half-baked stores popping up all across the country. I, I hope so. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what... um. You know, I like to ask people a lot of times what their ideal client is. And on this one, I think it's pretty easy. Anyone who likes cookies, anyone who's big like me, mm-hmm. uh, that's a an easy sale there. But um, what is it that really draws people to your company versus going to a competitor? Um, well, they're really good. Sure. <laughs> and I think our, I mean, we, we hand make the dough in the shop um, and we use really good ingredients um and so i think it makes a difference that we i teach them how to make the dough and we make it in the in the shop and um i they have really good i mean our customer service too i mean we generally care about the customers because honestly i wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for my customers and um so and that said if anytime you ever have a bad cookie you need to let me know because we'll hundred percent always it's it's cookies. Maybe. Right. It's cookies. So we'll always replace the cookies. So I think that's it. And they're usually warm and gooey. And um the other thing is I will the handwritten note, um, cookies just make people happy. And sometimes if someone's having a day, bad day, they send them cookies and we handwrite the note on there and it just for the longest time I was the delivery person and I was the one going and handing these cookies to people and I've had so many customers where I've delivered the cookies and they read the note and they just start crying. And it's just, um, it's just a great thing. Cookies are just, they bring joy. Right. I think it, it sets certain entrepreneurs apart when we have that spirit about us too, where it's like some people would look at you and say, you're going above and beyond what you're doing is above and beyond the scope. And then if I ask you, I know your answer is going to be, that's just the least I can do. Like, that's just, Mm-hmm. It's just a part of it. That right. is, you know, my expectation for myself. And I, I'm that same way. Like I have that same feeling where I don't mind going above and beyond for somebody in their eyes, because for me, it's like, well, it didn't bother me at all. Writing the handwritten note took me two seconds. You know, yeah. you gave me three bucks for a cookie or <laughs> however much they are now. And it's like, yeah. I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. You know, two seconds of my time. But it does. It makes a big difference in somebody's day. Mm-hmm. And I know that obviously buying a box of cookies and showing up with that as a gift giver is something that's going to get you a lot of brownie points too. I know it does with my wife. So yeah. I would definitely recommend that to anybody listening to the show right now. But that's so cool that y'all ship nationwide. I didn't know that going into this. So I was so confused as how I was like, maybe someone just lived in Tomball or Cyprus and then moved to Arkansas and was like, I'm taking you with me, you know? Yeah. Um, that is a really cool thing. Does it come in the, a similar box or how do y'all package that for that? delivery yeah so we hand, we wrap them um and so they're sealed and then we put them in a little shipping box and with some paper and things so they stay intact and they don't get smushed um yeah and we usually get them in a couple days so it worked out well because like i would have people in sugarland and downtown houston and when I first started, I would drive over. I would That's drive a lot. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, you do whatever you got to do when you first start out. 
And then I was like, okay, I, this is, I can't, I can't do this. And so I shipped them and usually it gets overnight and they, it wasn't any issues. And so, yeah. And then people found on Instagram. So I was shipping when I did keto, um, I wanted a somewhat healthy cookie, um, with my background. And so in California, keto was huge when I first started. And so I was shipping keto cookies there all the time and they were, I haven't ever had any issues with them. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I know obviously that you are on social media because this is how I pay attention to, uh, I'm going to come every week to the shop, but this is how I justify me going because there's a new flavor I have to try. So mm-hmm. kind of plug away all those places that we can find you online and stay in touch with half baked and the new flavors you're coming out with and maybe send in some of those suggestions for flavors as well. Yeah. I would love suggestions. Um, so we're on Instagram at half Bake company and then we're on Facebook, half Bake goodness and other two different things. Um, I don't know why they can't be the same, but I don't know. Um, and then that's it actually just Facebook and we're on TikTok, but we're not really big on TikTok. I think it's half Bake company that's on TikTok, but we're working on building up TikTok. So TikTok's fun. I yeah. mean, it's easy for me because I'm addicted to it. Yeah. I was one of those that just, I was like, you know what? That stuff is dumb. I'm not going to get on there. Give my information <laughs> to these people. Like, this is just dumb. And then the pandemic hit and I was bored and I'm watching these videos on like Instagram and Facebook yeah. and YouTube that are all saying this is from TikTok and it's just re-uploaded on these platforms. And I was like, well, there's some funny stuff on there. So maybe I'll just download the app and then I'll just scroll through the app every now and then and watch some of these videos so i did that and then it turned into (laughs) well now when i want to like these videos or save them to show to somebody or follow this creator because i love their content i can't do that so i'm just going to create an account but only to like those (laughs) and send those i'm never going to have videos because i'm not a weirdo you know and then now all of a sudden here i am all over tiktok instagram (laughs) youtube shorts everywhere making (laughs) videos producing content And I mean, I have no regrets except that my productivity just tanks sometimes or I stay up too late because I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. But I think there's probably some really good opportunities for some amazing videos Mm -hmm. behind the scenes action that all that gooiness in the middle just being ripped apart. You know, that's kind of stuff that people will react to. So we'll have to see you on TikTok. Maybe we'll just get all of our listeners to follow you there and kind of give you a reason to hop on there and put some videos out. That would be great because, yeah. I keep telling, I have a lot of uh, high school kids that uh, help me. And um, so I tasked them. I'm like, okay, I need you guys to do my TikTok. And so there's a a few videos, but so I need to get them to, because I'm not good at that. Heck yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, the website, social media, all that stuff, we're going to link in the show notes like we do every single time anyway. So that won't be a problem, but thank you for coming to the studio. One of Thanks our first in a while and sharing all this information with us. You know, like I said, we're big fans. I'm only excited to end the episode so I can go eat all of these cookies that you brought so that when Andrew and Kara get back, they don't have any waiting for them. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I think I could sit here and talk about cookies all day and I just can't thank you enough for being here. Oh, no, thank you so much. What a, thank you. What an honor. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. Listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Small Business Origins. Just like I said, we're going to have all of those links down in the show notes. So if you'll just click right below this episode, you'll see everything that you need to in order to get in touch with Half-Baked Goodness and get you some cookies. Something I didn't know before the show, you can actually order these nationwide. So no matter where you're listening from, unless you're one of our unfortunate listeners in the UK or Australia, 
you can actually order these cookies to your doorstep. And if you don't, you're going to be missing out. I don't care what other cookie company you've had. There's a lot of good ones out there, but this one is so amazing. It is my go-to. It helps that they're so close to my house. It just doesn't help my weight loss journey. So thank you for tuning in. Again, we couldn't do this thing without you. This has been another episode and another week for Small Business Origins. And as always, we'll see you next week and stay beefy, my friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of Small Business Origins. I love an origin story. If you like what you just heard, leave us a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. You guys, check this out. They're going to love it. You're going to love it. 